Welcome to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast, hosted by Chris Aird, business owner and CEO of With Purpose. Bringing you leadership, growth ideas, mindset transformation, and strategic information for the entrepreneurs, business owners, and community leaders. You will be encouraged, educated, and empowered to develop your people, implement your processes, and increase your income. Now get ready to listen to the newest episode of the Epic Podcast. Well, thanks for tuning in once again to Epic Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast brought to you by With Purpose. We do business and leadership consulting. I am one of the two hosts. My name is, my name is Chris. And my name is Taylor. And together, we are. Um, our intentionality is to encourage, educate, and empower you um, through what we do and through what we're learning, not only from, um, from our past clients, our previous clients, and current things, but also our understanding, our expertise, our knowledge, and wisdom. So what we're going to do today is we're just going to kind of tie up some loose ends. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast over the past three weeks, uh, we've been going through the three pillars that With Purpose believes is essential to every business, people, processes, and profit. I'm going to turn this over to uh, Taylor as we're going to have a little bit of a Q&A session um, kind of wrapping these things up. So take it away, Taylor. Yeah, of course, of course. So so like Chris was saying, our last three weeks, we've gone over people, processes, and profits. And while we've touched on all those and talked about their importance, we've also discussed how each bleeds into the other, uh, how knowing your people impacts your profits and processes, how your processes help lift up your profits and help lift up your people, and how knowing your profits help you better know the process that you can do and the people that you have. So Chris, do we, uh, do you have any stories, uh, whether it's within our own business or working with other businesses uh, on how you've seen the, either one of those developed or on how you've seen kind of all those kind of intermingle? Oh, absolutely. There's probably thousands of stories, Taylor, um, because over, and, and you would have them as well, because if we combine our experience together for the whole entire team, we have well over a hundred years of experience in growing people and developing businesses. And so with that, um, you know, I can think of, of all of them, I would, I'll, I'll stick with this one specific one. And, and that was this, um, we did some, we did some amazing work for, for ExxonMobil in leadership development. And um, there was some, and really what it was about was the people inside the organization identified some key people that they thought were open to tapping into untapped potential. And so um, they reached out to us and we did amazing work. And so did the people that we were coaching, the coaches, if you will. They did even better, amazing work. Um, And literally it was spending time with them, understanding their aspirations, making sure that they understood how they fit um, in the process, the overall entire portion of the organization, as well as, so kind of a, a macro as well as a micro view of, of their role. And um, long story short, in working with at least, I'm thinking of the three, five people that we worked with, um, they took on senior level, senior level leadership positions. They went from a manager of a department um, to kind of being a senior vice president um, mm-hmm. of an overall department, maybe not the one that they were currently in or originally started in, but overseeing other different types of people and and not managing but leading right 
um, for the growth of the company. So there, there's that. There's there's other people where um, specifically going in and and seeing how people operate, see how their body language is, how they talk, how they communicate, connect with people, how they work, how they perform their duties. Um, and then just saying, have you thought about moving that person over there to this place over here? And them going, no, or, or maybe there were some going, yeah, but I just wasn't quite sure. Yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. Let, let's see what happens. And sure enough, all of a sudden you see a completely different person. So those are just a couple of, of uh, simple examples on uh, the people pillar. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Can you think of any, whether I guess people specifically or, or in the other two pillars where working on one pillar drastically impacted the other pillar. So for example, working on the people drastically improved the profits or completely changed the processes. Do any of those stories come to mind? Yeah. And you know what, for the, for the sake of uh, confidentiality, uh, we do that for every single client. I will say this based upon specific example, mm-hmm. um, you know, for our listeners, Taylor has been with us now at with purpose for just a li- almost six months. And yeah. you have literally not single-handedly, but literally helped shape as a team member. Um, you help fill a void and you help shape the culture of the organization by asking amazing questions and then saying, you know what, do I, do I have your permission, Chris, to go do this? And I'm thinking, just go do it. You don't, you don't need my permission, right? If you think you can make something better, then you have the autonomy to do that. That's what leadership is about. Um, and, and so very specifically, I'll tell our listeners, um, it, it is about getting the right people on the right bus, sitting in the right seat. And Taylor, along with the other, other team members, are exactly what I have done. I, I brought people on for their personality, their ethics, their leadership capability, knowing that I can train for some additional skill set, right? And in doing that, every client that you have met we have not had one bad word mentioned. Um, all of them thoroughly enjoy working with you and the rest of the team. So um, that there, getting the right people on the right bus, sitting in the right seat, does affect the processes. It also affects the profits because we have we've not lost clients because of that, right? We we've kept them because of of you and the rest of the team members being on the team. And so for even as a business owner, I look at, at the fact that our retention rate is at hundred percent right? Um, not just clients, but also staff members. And I think part of it as well is, is making sure that we communicate and connect um, almost every single day as much as possible, that we're there for each other, that we allow the opportunity to bounce things off. Now, I'll, I'll be quiet for a moment, and I would love to hear that, that same scenario within our business from your perspective. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And first, yeah, I, I love... I'd be fun if we just saved five minutes of each podcast where we could just, yeah, I could just hear praise. I'd be more, I'm sure the listeners enjoy it. I, I do as well. So thank you. Thank you. For <laughs> Welcome. Um, but no, within our own business, I mean, I can think of us without, without, without sharing too much. You know, we recently brought on a new employee on the West Purpose team um, and we saw a need on our team. We hired for that need. And then from that need, we've been able to see how, this new coworker, um, how they, their personality and kind of how they see things and their fresh set of eyes. And so really for the last two days, um, this coworker and I have been able to kind of tackle certain 
um, certain processes in our own business and help reshape those. Uh, and so that's been really exciting because, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fresh set of eyes. And it's really, I think, going to change how we operate and how we interact with our clients. Uh, and so, yeah, so for the most part, over the last two days, a good, a good chunk of my time in this coworker has been on adjusting our processes. And I guarantee you that when we were looking at hire, when you were looking at hiring this new employee, the thought of changing this, you know, there may have been some, but I don't think we realized to the degree we would make these changes. Um, and so it's great to see, you know, this isn't, this is someone who we trust. And this is someone who's now not only a part of our, our business and a part of our team, um, but they're also making these impacts because they were a new, a new person. They were, um, they were a new addition to the team. Right. And, you know, just real quick to that point, Taylor, every company, every business, every leadership role, every managing role, every role should be looking for ways to improve because mm-hmm. it's never right. It's, and it's never wrong, but there's always room for improvement, right? There is no person that's hundred percent perfect. There's no business that's hundred percent, hundred percent perfect. And so if we don't give ourselves the okay to say, yeah, have at it, see what you can tackle. And if that person comes in with some buy-in right away, like you're mentioning this, this new person we've just brought on, there's a hundred percent buy-in right now. And I don't suspect that that's going away. Your, your buy-in has not shifted. Uh, the rest of the team's buy-in has not shifted. In fact, really what we've done is we've just literally elevated everybody on the team by everybody being on the team. So that does affect the processes. It affects um, who we serve. Uh, It deepens why we serve and who we serve as well. But it also affects, um, as you mentioned earlier, the people, the processes, and then the profit. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you touched on there, I think it's important. It's important to, to always be seeking out change. Don't just make change for the sake of change, right? Um, but, to, but to be actively welcoming it. I, I uh, yeah, at one point I, t- I took a class uh, that was actually led by a familiar professor uh, on change management, and it talked about how um, it talked about how if you are changing for the moment, you are five years behind. Uh, and that's a that's a paraphrase, but essentially we should always be proactively thinking. We shouldn't be letting what's currently going on determining how we respond, we should be looking at what we think is ahead and, and what are areas that we can improve on. Um, and so I like the idea of where you're proactively thinking, um, then you're able to see challenges before they arise. Um, and then that is going to then just supplement those processes, which supplements the people, supplements process and all of that. So, and, you know, Taylor, to that point too, as, as we allow people to change within our business, mm-hmm. um, then the processes do get tweaked, right? The company in and of itself, the culture that we have been referring to all year long um, gets better. It gets tweaked, it gets more developed, it gets more defined. Um, and then they're providing a better quality of service as well, regardless of whether it's uh, hands-on or whether it's a product-based or whatever, anything like that. And so while it is happening in with purpose, it happens in every other business as well, as long as they're intentional on focusing on those things. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going back to an earlier question, but, but flipping it. So we talked about changing one process and how, or changing one of the pillars and how it directly impacts another pillar. Have you seen kind of reverse of, let's say we have bad processes in place and those bad processes are negatively impacting our profits or negatively impacting our people. Can you think of situations, you don't need to refer client history, but can you think of a scenario where maybe an indicator for one of, for a struggle, one of the pillars is showing up on another pillar? Did, did oh, yes. 
Did I word that correctly? Does that make sense? Yep, it sure does. And so I'm going to take a statement that you just said. And if you're making the change for this moment, you're already five years behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very familiar with businesses, plural, um, that are operating their business today as if it was three years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago. Okay. They're watching their profit, their bottom line go down and down and down. And yet they think that either A, they have to go pay more, pe- they have to go pay more money to people. Or they think that if um, a particular process or a particular department improves upon itself, that it will fix everything. And that is so far from the truth. One person, adding one person to a business is not going to be the overall fix. Mm-hmm. A lot of it stems from culture. A lot of it. So if, you're, if I'll say it this way, if we're, if we're measuring at this moment, let's just use the example of profit. And we're thinking of our profit margin and our profit margin is less than what we want. Things have got to change. And I'll say this. I recognize that I have to be the first one that does an internal investigation into who I am as a person, who I am as a leader. Am I I building walls or putting up hurdles for people to jump over? Um, And is is that minimizing the opportunity for an increase in profit margin, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I have to be careful. So then as I'm being careful and I go, okay, well, then what can we do differently? Um, Then I have to go and say, okay, what, who do I have on the team? And then what are they responsible for? And then we start to figure out whether there's things that need to be tweaked, whether we need to move this person or add for a moment and add an additional responsibility to somebody to create something that later on can be handed off to a new employee, let's say, right? So a, a lot of the times, most, a lot of the times, most people measure success of a business by their numbers in the bank. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's right. I don't know that that's wrong. However, if we're not measuring by the value that we're giving to our own employees, yeah. if we're not measuring the value of making sure that they're not working more than 40 hours, maybe 42 hours, and then giving them a break somewhere down the road, mm-hmm. if we're not measuring those little things, of course, the profit margin is going to go down, right? Yeah. So a lot of the times, again, back to your point, if we're, if we're changing, if we're managing our change for today, we're already three, five years behind. This is where we've got to be proactive in order to answer those tough questions on the why. Why is it that we're doing? Um, from your perspective and your history working in businesses, what would you say to that same question? Yeah, I, I definitely say I agree. I think <clears throat> previous companies that I've worked at, I think it's easy to say, this isn't working. Let's hire more people to solve this problem. Let's let's replace these people. So that's one option. Another option is let's replace these people, have new people solve this problem, or let's just throw more money at this problem. Yep. Um, and so uh, I think it's very easy to look at that and think, actually, wait, maybe maybe the process is the problem. You know, maybe we don't have these people set up for success, or maybe this isn't we're getting, not getting enough good enough financial return on that. Um, so. Yeah, without getting too much into the weeds, I definitely think it's easy to not investigate in the problem and just try to patch the hole, try to um, stop the bleeding and not actually try to fix the wound. Um, right. So, yeah. You know, one thing I would add, Taylor, is this is a, a lot of the times people think that the, in, in fairness, they think that the process needs to be tweaked. I'm totally cool with that, but give it some time to be, whether to, to show some, 
some productivity, to show some produce, if you will. And a lot of times people stop short and think, well, after whatever amount of time um, that it's not working, therefore we need to remove that and start all over. We didn't even give something time to blossom to see if it's actually attainable, right? Um, so it's really just important to make sure that we, and this goes back to the conversations we've had on this podcast, that we've got those KPIs in place, that we've got those benchmarks or measurements to say, okay, if by this time we haven't we haven't seen fruit of our labor, we haven't seen the seed germinate, then then we go and say, okay, we're going to start tweaking this, we're going to add more water, add more fertilizer, whatever the case might be. Um, so that makes sense right to you, right? It definitely does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I like that because I think it's so easy for companies not to get us too sidetracked, but it's easy for companies to say, okay, we have these KPIs. Um, these aren't meanies. Let's move on. Um, and it's, if, if you set a deadline, you may see the KPIs may look really bad the first month, look better the second month. And by the third or fourth month, they're looking good. And if you cut that off too early, like you said, you don't have the full time to watch it bloom or blossom. I think it's the word you use. Right, right. Uh, and so it's good to not just have KPIs, but, but attach a timeline um, and understand that that timeline, that the productivity or the result may look different at six months than it would at a year, you know? And so don't just say in three months, we need this, we need this final result. It's like, well, three months, we need to see this improvement and then six months and however you want to do that. Um, so, so, yeah. Good words, good words. Perfect. Yeah, that, that's a whole, I, I think yeah, there's a whole, whole different bunch of other thoughts coming to my mind about how to, I'll, I'll cut it there, but maybe that's another podcast topic right there. Okay, <laughs> we got another series ready. There we go. There we go. Well, great, Chris. Do you have any additional thoughts? Any uh, final, any encouragement? I guess even for companies that are unsure how to better implement or, uh, or or process the three P's. Any any encouragement for companies? Yeah, I, I think it's something that we've we've said at the end of every podcast, um, and and I'll I'll go the back door here for a moment, and it's about being intentional. Um, if you want to see growth in your business, measure it. If you want to see growth in your business, create a strategy plan. If you want to see growth in your business, get the right people on the right bus sitting in the right seat. If you want to see growth in your business, dream it and then share that dream with everybody else that needs to have that buy-in um, because you're not really leading if you don't have any followers. And it's really, really important that the buy-in is there. So let me encourage everybody listening. I say this to myself as well. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Don't cut the tree because the branch isn't producing anything. All that to say, measure, measure, measure. Um, I named this business almost seven years ago. We're one week away from turning seven years old. I'm really excited, Taylor. I'm, I'm so glad you're on this team and we have everybody else on this team because you know if you look at the definition of purpose, it means to be intentional. And whatever we do, it's to be about being intentional. Uh, it's in our people, it's in our processes, and we need to be intentional in our profitability. And again, it's not just dollars and cents in the bank. It's taking care of ourselves. When we go on vacation, we get profit, right? Because we're, we're being able to rest. And that goes for everybody. So my encouragement in all of that is about being intentional. Yeah, I love it. Love it, love it. Well, Any perfect. encouraging words from you? Live with purpose. Uh <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Work with purpose too, right? Work yeah, with intentionality. Yeah. There you go. 
There we go. Well, good. I, I appreciate you, Taylor. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening as well. Um, much love to our clients, um, past, current, and future, and uh, to our communities, uh, because I think I think people need to hear that they're doing a bang-up job right now. Um, there's so many things that could cause us to, to trip. And so I just want to throw out a thank you to everybody listening and then express that thank you to someone that you know that works somewhere uh, because businesses are around today because people had a vision and they followed through with it. And it's not been easy. Uh, the past couple of years, including this year, is seeming to be a little, um, it's, it's manageable, but people are like, okay, you know, when is this, when is the, when are the curveballs going to stop coming our way? Right. Um, so I, I just really thank everybody for listening. Thank you guys for supporting Epic. And um, on, on behalf of, of the With Purpose team, um, I think Epic is a, an amazing podcast that is encouraging, educating, and empowering people. So um, I'll, I'll sign us off. Taylor, thank you very much for co-hosting Epic. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, as Taylor's already mentioned, have a great day and live with purpose. Thank you for listening to the Elite Professionals in Coaching podcast. If you want to stay in the forefront with business strategies and ideas, leadership conversations, tips and empowerment, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and then share with your friends and fellow business owners. For more information about With Purpose and their services, visit www.withpurposellc.com.